Talent Talk Tuesdays is all about harnessing your God-given talents to live with greater clarity, purpose, and joy. You are wonderfully made, my friends. May all we do be for God's glory. Lord, open my lips and my mouth will proclaim your praise. <laughs> I say that every morning in my Liturgy of the Hours and just want to greet you in the peace of Christ, friends. Welcome to the program. I'm Lisa Maladnik, and I'll be your host for this ongoing series of short weekly podcasts called Talent Talk Tuesdays. I just want to pause in my scripted introduction. Yes, it's in front of me in script form, just to say that I've been procrastinating starting this for months. And I really think it's because I want it to be perfect and I put too much pressure on myself and I really need a haircut right now and I could have waited another week to get that taken care of and all of that. And I just want to say that as a strengths person, you know, a coach and someone who has learned so much from understanding God's design in me, I know that I'm a learner, but also an activator, which means that I learn by doing. So I don't expect this to be anything close to perfect or what I envisioned it to be. But here I am just saying yes to the Lord. Okay, so I'm just going to jump right into what else I wanted to say. The whole purpose of this episode one is just to introduce you to me, to what I'm doing, what the purpose of this series is. And then episode two and from then on will be lots of lessons and me hopefully showing up vulnerable and real with you because I'm walking with the Lord and I'm learning all the time. And I would love your feedback and your questions. And so this is the introduction to what I'm about, who I am, what the purpose of this series is, and then every other episode will be lessons, okay? Because I'm from a family of teachers. Yes, I'm a coach, but I also love to share what I'm learning in this walk with God. Okay, so Psalm 139, which is what all my programs are named after. That Psalm says that we are wonderfully made by God. But do you know that even very well-formed Catholics with committed sacramental lives and the best of intentions often live with a sense, usually unspoken, of disappointment with their lives. And this is really tragic, but pervasive and not at all abnormal. It's if you feel this way, you are normal. Okay, so these are really good people, wonderfully made by God, who have persevered in the faith a long time. They have wisdom, they have virtue, they're courageous, they're self-sacrificing. I think that's probably who's listening to me right now if I'm if I have a sense of who tends to subscribe to this site. But there's a sense in the way that many really fine people talk about themselves and their lives and they hesitate to come right out and say it, but they feel like God has consigned them to a lack of fulfillment in their work and their personal lives and their vocations. They believe it's just the cross they're being asked to bear. And yes, we carry heavy crosses, but we can carry them with more joy and confidence in the Lord and in his plan for us. Um, because just accepting this low bar on fulfillment is like being hungry and saying it must be God's will. It's part of our broken world that people live in hunger, and that's a terrible tragedy, you know, that we're all called to help alleviate. But there are other kinds of hunger. Mother Teresa was great at pointing that out, loneliness. Even, you know, that was the big one for her. There's so many people just in the poverty of loneliness. Um, and so that's something I hope we'll address here too. So when the richness of what will feed and equip us is right within us, given to us, to help us to serve God with energy, clarity, joy, it's right there inside you and it's inside me. 
This is not prosperity gospel nonsense. This calls us to the foot of the cross. This calls us into humility, but it calls us into, uh, I think it's 2 Timothy 1, uh, verse 7, where St. Paul says we're not called to a spirit of cowardice or timidity, but of of, uh, courage and power and self-control, right? That self-knowledge, that self-management, okay? So our strengths, where God placed them within ourselves, can help carry our crosses with more peace, more joy than ever before. I live it. I, it is my work, it is my mission. And so I say this with utter confidence and all praise and glory to God. This is not me, this is him. Okay, so in this first episode of Talent Talk Tuesdays, I'd like to start by telling you that this show is about discovering the divine in your design. Once that happens for you, it happens for everyone you look at for the rest of your life. So this helps you shed anything false about your own identity and live more fully in your true baptismal identity in Christ to live more at peace with yourself and with others, to gain clarity on where and how God is calling you to serve, and to live your unique mission, your personal vocation, with a lot more joy and confidence. Now, there are many aspects of this work of discovering your authentic identity and harnessing it for the kingdom. I could probably micro-podcast. I'm calling it that because there's. I'm going to try to keep them short. I could probably do this from now until the end of time and never even scratch the surface fully of what's here. So this is going to be rich. It's going to be fun and interesting. But as a coach, I'm very aware that I'm not qualified to offer you spiritual direction, mental health counseling. I'm not a healer, I'm a coach. Both of those things are extremely important and I've had a lot of healing and spiritual direction myself. So do really avail yourselves of those things as needed and find really good people, qualified people. Okay, so both are valuable for helping us uncover that authentic identity in Christ, but neither one of those is my calling, okay? So that means that our focus here will be about self-awareness, growth, and your personal commitment to positive change, okay? Hopefully this will help to ignite that and give you some guidance on how to really get the most out of the strengths that God has placed in you. So since I'm a Catholic coach, I strongly advise my listeners, and I think virtually all of you are already doing this, to commit to a faithful sacramental life, daily reading of the scriptures, the prayer of the Holy Rosary. Those are my personal recommendations, which help us grow in virtue and holiness. We cannot do it on our own, right? But, but because we're talking about talents, and talents have no inherent morality, it's like your eye color or your hair color. They're, they're what you've been given in terms of raw material. It's all about how you use them. So they have to be guided by good morality, God's laws, all of that. So for instance, here's just an example. A talented painter can have the very best brushes and canvases and the most beautiful colors in the world and still choose to create something vile and ugly. Sadly, we see a lot of that in our world. Or he can open his heart to God and bring beauty into the world. Read John Paul's letter to the artist from 1999. Absolutely spectacular. I think everyone should read it. So I'm here to help you identify, understand, and use your beautiful God-given talents in ways that are pleasing to God. Hopefully you'll find that as we grow together week to week, you'll be learning to appreciate how the designer speaks into and through the uniqueness of your God-given gifts of thinking, feeling, and doing in unique and unrepeatable ways because he has designed and created you in love. Every aspect of your being is a potential pathway for growing in intimacy with him. His design that he made, he's there. 
you can discover him there and he can draw wisdom from within those places in you that he created. It's also my hope and my prayer that this show helps ignite a conversation about defining what I am calling a theology of talent in the church. And when I've talked to theology of the body experts, they all go, yeah, that makes sense. That if the Bible helps us understand the meaning of our own bodies, and that goes out into how we live and how we love, that of course, it includes how God designed us in the way that we are meant to be naturally strong and beautiful and also naturally weak and needy. It's all important to understand. It all draws us closer to him. Self-knowledge is the first step to holiness. That's what St. Teresa of Avila said. It's the first uh, room of the interior castle, right? Um, anyway, so we, my hope and prayer is that this ignites a conversation about defining a theology of town and the church for our times. Times such as this, as it says in the book of Esther. And I've already talked with experts, as I said, this is a natural outgrowth of the theology of the body. So my hope is that these short episodes, not because I'm some great scholar, or I always know exactly what I'm talking about, but because I'm a well-trained coach, and I'm working with this day to day, and I love the Lord and all glory to him, I'm hoping these short episodes will demonstrate that your God-given talents can be ways to unlock the code of your design to show you how to thrive to discover holy truths about yourself and about others and help you experience greater confidence in your gifts as designed and purposed by a loving God. We talk a lot in the church about giving ourselves to God. Yes, by all means, every day. But you can't give what you don't even know you have. Your pockets are full of treasures. I want you to put, start putting your hands in your pockets and pulling those things out and looking at them in, in God's presence. Um, yeah, so St. John Paul II said in his letter to artists that we are to make a masterpiece of our lives. That's not some lukewarm, false humility of there's nothing special about me. Uh-uh. This is a real duty. This is a reach higher call to all of us. And it's not self-aggrandizing or self-glorifying. It's all glory to God, okay? So I'll do my humble best to prove to you that you are not randomly made or batch produced. <laughs> you were carefully and intentionally crafted by God in love for a holy purpose. Hear that, my friend. The Catechism of the Catholic Church says in paragraph 2275 that each of us is unique and unrepeatable. We hear that, but it may just kind of roll off us. Oh yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I know the church says that. But that means that no one has ever been created like you before you and never will again. There's never been anyone like you in the world and never will be again, okay? So understanding talent can be a powerful window into God's intention when he created you. And he continues, as St. Paul says in uh, his letter to the Colossians, continues to hold you in existence. So once you start to get, get a whiff of that and start to know it in your heart, then you start to see it in the lives of the people you love as well, and in those lives of the people that you are called to serve. There's a multiplier effect that happens that's very beautiful. Of course, if I were an expert on everything, which I'm not, we could also talk about spiritual gifts and charisms, love languages, temperaments, and a whole lot more. It's all really useful. So if you have awareness in those areas, expertise, or know someone who does, growing in self-knowledge, 
as something I want to just encourage you to do. Pursue those things that attract your heart. You can trust the Holy Spirit on that. By all means, oh, let him lead. He will not disappoint you, okay? So, because the whole point is that self-knowledge teaches us humility. Like the world be, would be like, discover your genius, you're awesome. But this work is not about ego. It's about being in right relationship with the one who loves us most and appreciating what he's given us. Valuing our gifts, not burying them in the ground, right? The parable of the talents, but honing them and strengthening them, investing them, giving them back with increase to our loving Lord with love. And if you are feeling discouraged by the mistaken belief that you have lost your talent, many of my clients have come to me feeling like, gee, I haven't done this in so long, or life has so gotten in the way of this desire. They feel like it withered, that it just kind of died. Uh, and that can be through misuse even, through, through sins. And, you know, I'm not going to confess my sins on this show, but wow, has God resurrected my life again and again from darkness? So we struggle. We can neglect our talents, misuse them, like the painter who creates something vile. Or obstacles we face that have caused us to kind of let go of our dreams happens to all of us in seasons of our lives, or wounds that have held us bound in fear of our gifts, other people mislabeling, misunderstanding them, making us feel afraid of ourselves. That's not God. That is not our loving God. Look to the letter to the Romans, chapter 11, verse 29, where St. Paul says, for the gifts and the call of God are irrevocable. Sorry, I just get so touched by this. God never takes back what he gives. We can reject them. We can ignore them, neglect them. But God's mercies are new every morning. I think that's in Hosea in in uh gosh what is it joel prophet joel chapter 2 verse 25 he says i've restored double what the locust has consumed <gasps> wow there's always hope in him always no one can take your gifts from you it may take some work to get them growing again but our natural talents with a little cultivation and practice and intentional use give it to god let him nurture and water as you practice, as you cooperate with that resurrection. Those natural talents can grow exponentially, very rapidly. It's true, my friends. I see it all the time. So it might take some work to get them growing again, but there will be exciting surprises too. As you do this work, you'll discover gifts you didn't even know you had. You may just not have had a way of identifying them. But they're there to be uncovered and nurtured into strengths. You take a raw talent and you nurture it into a strength. That, and that means that you can be consistently excellent in that. It becomes part of your, your, uh, your personal style. Okay. Now, I'm Gallup trained. I'm a Clifton Strength certified coach, which uh, is really important. And I'll mention that again because I think I want to sort of wrap up with that. But understanding your talents, whether you take the Clifton Strengths assessment or not, can be a game changer. So I'm going to try to always not just talk about Clifton Strengths, but help you to notice ways of identifying talents just naturally. Okay. So identifying them enables you to stand with confidence in your gifts, bringing them before the Lord every day and asking Him to redeem them and bless them. Lord, how can I use my name, your talent, to bless someone today? Lord, what are the unmet needs in this 
part of my being that you'd like to highlight for me today so that I can meet you in that need, meet others in that need. Okay, so I pray that this new understanding of your talents is purposed and lovingly crafted by our gentle and tender and incredibly generous God will leave you awestruck. Okay, flooded with gratitude for a creator so kind, so generous that he would pour himself into you uniquely like no other person in all of creation. John chapter one says that all things were made through the word of God. That's our, that's our Jesus, our savior, okay? He poured into you like no other person in all of his massive mind-boggling creation. We're still discovering the outer reaches of some of that creation which is turning a lot of scientists into people of faith. Oh yes, it's amazing what's happening. So that joy bubbles up in our conviction that we are lovingly created for a purpose. Okay, that's what this podcast is all about. And that, that joy, not happiness, which is fleeting, comes and goes, right? But that deep joy, that abiding joy in the Holy Spirit helps you carry your crosses more faithfully, more patiently, than ever before. It's helped me enormously. Really has. Just to know who I really am in God, to the best of my ability, helps me to dismiss the false messages of the enemy that pop into my head and make me doubt myself. Of course, a certain amount of self-doubt is healthy, right? We want to put our trust in the Lord, but make me doubt even my purpose. Okay, that happens to all of us. So again, as you know, um, I'm a Gallup certified Clifton Strength coach and a life coach certified by the International Coaching Federation, the ICF. Here's why that's important. It's because I'm serious about what I do. Coaching is an unregulated field. That means anybody legally can call themselves a coach. And many well-meaning people are really mentoring and teaching, which is kind of what I'm doing here with this podcast. So be clear, this isn't coaching. This is me mentoring, teaching, sharing as a fellow traveler and a fellow learner. Okay, so anyone can call themselves a coach. So I went through International Coaching Federation aligned training at the Professional Christian Coaching Institute, which is where I now teach. Praise the Lord. Amazing what God can do in our lives. Um, But I'm also Gallup certified. I went through that training with the Gallup Corporation so that, you know, not that I'm the world's leading expert, but I but I am speaking from from training okay, from not just calling myself a coach. Um, if this is something I really care about, care about and, and I hold myself to very high professional standards of accountability. All right. So just so you know that about me, I'm not trying to praise myself in any way, just that I care about this a lot. And I think it's important. Okay. So I choose to be accountable to a community and I'm committed to ongoing development as a professional coach through organizations that represent the highest standards in the world of skillful and ethical practice because I believe Catholics are called to excellence and I want to be able to serve you well. In all humility, knowing God does the heavy lifting. Come Holy Spirit, always. But I also wanna say that everything I choose to declare publicly should be considered just my opinions, right? I should never be taken as being an official representative of the Gallup Corporation, which owns Clifton Strengths, or the ICF, or even the Catholic Church, Please don't hold me to that standard. This is just me talking. Fellow traveler, one to another, someone who takes this seriously and wants to give to you. And I pray with all my heart that you'll find these little talent talks encouraging, uplifting, useful in your lives. And for any well-meaning mistakes that I make along the way, and I will, I'm human, 
please forgive me. And don't hesitate to teach me what you know as well. I take correction pretty well as long as it's given lovingly and respectfully, <laughs> okay? So I am listening for your feedback. So feel free to email me with questions or comments at any time through my website, or you can email directly lisa at wonderfullymade139.com. And I hope you'll check out the next episode, which begins a series of short talent talks I'm going to just call Freedom Stories. I'll be sharing case histories of real clients who have generously given me permission to share their stories for the benefit of others. God bless them. About how they gained a new understanding of their talents and were able to live in greater freedom, confidence, and joy. I hope you'll join me. You are wonderfully made, my friends. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you. I'm praying for you. Please pray for me too.